Oh, uh, we're live, I guess. Okay. Uh, what's up? Been a while. Been been a long while for what since the last episode. I mean, it's alright. Got a lot of things going on. Uh, update on my car. Uh, I guess I'll tell you that. Uh, car got fixed. We yippee. Uh, they actually fixed a lot more than what I thought they should have. They fixed the rear bumper. Uh, fixed my entire left side. It looks completely brand new. It's almost as if it all got like a new like. It's like new left side and it's like the right side. It's like it's still fragmented. It's got like it's like scratches here and there, but overall it looks worth it. Right, all I just gotta do now is fix my left seat, like my driver's seat, because I still got that that metal thing poking at the rear on my back, because it's kind of annoying when I drive. I just gotta like get that fixed, and that's pretty much it. Uh, so we got the presidential debate that happened. Uh, overall, I think well. It was a very good improvement from what I saw before. Well, they had to make all the changes because in the first debate, they were just pretty much just yelling at each other. We couldn't get anything out of both of them. And basically, the only losers in the debate were the American people because we never got a clear message of what actually happened. And like what we learned from each candidate, like we just gained absolutely nothing. Here, I feel like we gained a lot of things. Uh, I feel like these changes benefited president trump in a way that he should have had a game plan that he should just let joe biden talk and he just breaks down everything that he says and make sure that no one forgets what he says um who i thought won the debate i think clearly trump um i mean yes i am voting for trump but that doesn't make me a supporter so okay so before i explain why i think he won the debate let me just get something clear here there's a difference for me between a Trump voter and a Trump supporter. Trump supporter, yo, yo, wake up, eat, sleep, and breathe. And everything, like, you love everything about Donald Trump. Like, for me, that that's what makes me a supporter. Yeah, you'll have your differences here and there, but, you know, he's your go-to. For me, I don't feel like that just because of the fact that what he's said in the past and the way he's handled illegal immigration, uh, and my bias, you know, being a Hispanic and all that, it it brings a very negative aspect when I think about him. In that perspective, when it comes to like foreign policy, like he's done amazing work for the U.S. When it comes to the economy, he's done great work. Uh, they 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 criticize him when he says that you know the stock market's booming and he's got that to show for it. But like half half of Americans have something in the stock market like even if it's not like investments itself they've got 401ks they've got Roth IRAs like it, it it's a very large number when you talk about you know numbers actually invest in the stock market and like how many people are actually into the stock market so I wouldn't say I'm a Trump supporter because I see more differences with him than I see for supporting him I'm just voting for him because I just don't want Biden I'd I I was a f very far left guy when I, I was very young and, you know, I was trying to get into politics, but with the way the media are portraying things and the way their biases towards Joe Biden and the way they're trying to hide most of what he's doing, especially with the case of Ukraine and the entire, the entire thing with his son taking advantage of his name and things like that with the Ukrainian company and basically him making more money 
while he was in the office of vice presidency rather than like the senator position just because he had the position of vice president so yeah he's taken a lot of advantage uh i mean with the reports that are coming out it's clear and obvious that if if they try to spin it that joe biden did not commit corruption it's clear and evident that his son did i mean his son is getting him like in a serious amounts of trouble like they got the laptop left in the back for him like they went to a they went to a mechanic uh technician and i think delaware i think it was they left the laptop there and they never went to retrieve it and then i believe the person called the fbi saying hey i got one of the binds laptops like i think this might be important for you guys or something like that they went and retrieved it uh they they copied uh everything in the laptop into a flash drive there were two people that got the flash drive one was an fbi representative and then somehow rudy giuliani got the our uh, former New York City mayor, uh, Rudy Giuliani, got the flash drive as well. So it, it contained a lot of information. Most of the parts he got were leaked to the New York Post. And then the New York Post leaked the story. And then Twitter did a whole fucked up thing. Uh, after that story leaked with Joe Biden, uh, Twitter all of a sudden changes their 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 policy for retweeting and tweeting out links to news saying if, if it's like debunked or, or proven fake, even though it wasn't, uh, they have no right to link. And if they have the link there, the link just won't work in their tweets. So for me, it, it's just weird ass timing that Twitter just decides to take down that tweet and then change the policy. I think it's a clear and evident way that they're trying to shut down the conservatives here in Twitter. I mean, let's be honest. Twitter's taken over by liberals. It's it's so evident. There's a reason why the trend every time is Trump taking down or anything bad about Trump. If it's anything good about Trump, it'd be like number 20 trending. The rest will be like what Donald Trump said on Twitter. I mean, let's be honest. If Donald Trump didn't have Twitter, the world would have a very different perspective of him, in my opinion. But... Since he has most of his Twitter fingers there, I can see why a lot of people have hatred towards him. So yeah, uh, I'm just a Trump voter, basically. I'm 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 just putting my check towards Donald Trump because I feel like in the long run, he can make this country a better place than what it was before. I feel like with Biden, he, I'm, I'm not willing to pay more taxes just to, just for everyone else, you know what I mean? Like he's trying to socialize medicine. Uh, Democrats want to socialize medicine, but you know I want to choose my own. Like I don't care how much I got paid. Maybe what I pay for my private insurance is gonna be more less than the public. Who who knows? But yeah, with the way he's saying he's gonna treat COVID, it's the exact same way that he's that Donald Trump's been treating it. It's just that he's a Democrat. That's the only difference. And with his with what he said in the debate before about oil and how he's going to shift away from the oil industry was so controversial because there's so many millions of jobs that like revolve around the oil industry and have that involved in their jobs somehow. And to say that you're going to transition to that, you're going to lose so many jobs. It's like you're wanting a recession to happen. Like 
you got to first make something first in order to take take it away. You can't just take it away and then start rebuilding. No, you have to rebuild it first before before you have that platform gone. How are you going to re- rebuild something if the platform is not there to help you rebuild? So in my opinion, I don't know, buying for me isn't making sense at all. The, the immigration thing, the, the children in cages, I mean, it's clear and evident now that the Obama administration was behind all that. Uh, they were trying to push that uh, idea that Trump was behind all of it. But the only thing he did, I mean, the only thing he didn't do was take away the policies that Obama's left. And at the end of the day, it's just very sad to see all these children, all these children separated from their families at the border. And then Donald Trump decides to say something about uh, so there's a policy when you catch them at the border, right? You have to go to like a, an asylum where, and then you go to like a court, like there's like various court dates. Right. And then he'll say how like they'll, 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 they'll appear for the first court date, but for the second or third court date, they'll, they'll usually never appear because why? Like they know they're getting massive amounts of trouble. And then he says in the debate, well, not good. This is not going to come out nice, but the people who go after their first date, they don't have the highest amount of IQ. And that got a lot of people thinking, well, you know, he's saying he's the least racist debate, least racist person in the room. And then he's saying that shit. Well, it's kind of doubtful. I mean, honestly, both candidates suck, but for me, I'm just trying to pick the best of both worlds, even though both worlds are going to get us strained to hell. I just feel like one one candidate is putting America first more than the other. Uh, crap, I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, and also, uh, oh yeah, so in 1992, this is like way drastic change. Uh, George Herbert Walker Bush, uh, during one of the town hall debates, was seen looking at his watch. And when it came down to voters in that election, they ultimately found out that Whoa, okay. Sorry, guys, I'm watching the Southampton Everton game. Fucking hell, Everton's losing. Well, that goes around. Uh, so, yeah, basically, when voters decided to vote, vote for Bill Clinton rather than George Herbert Walker Bush, uh, most of the contribution was towards him looking at his watch during the debate because for them, it looked very unprofessional. It looked like they had somewhere to go and they didn't want to hear like the voters and, you know, answer their questions. So, usually, I mean, it struck him by all because it was like a cutaway. So he thought he was like good, good from that. And the voters watching that debate, they're like, hey, where are you going? Like, you know, you still you still got to answer questions. Like, why are you looking at your watch? And Biden didn't have a cutaway. He knew there were like cameras all over him. And he still decides to look at his watch. Like it was like 15 minutes left in the debate. And he just decides to look at his watch for a good 10 seconds. He's. I mean, uh, I don't know how you can defend this. I mean. Liberal media is not even acknowledging that. It's it. I mean, for me, with everything going on, I think that's going to be a least contribution to him losing the election. But for me, it's still huge because with with how tight these candidates are, even though you know Biden's winning the polls right now, but in tight states, it's more leaning towards Trump. So it might be another case of popular vote 
getting taken over by the electoral vote. But with all that going on, sorry. With all that going on, you know, how tight they are. I honestly don't feel like that's going to contribute most to how they're going to lose the election. But we'll see what happens. Election day is nine days away. Fucking hell. So by the time, like, maybe two or three podcast episodes later, we're going to find out who the next president is. I'm probably going to last stream on Instagram uh, election night. Just because I'm just so interested in it. And I don't know. I, I feel like it'd just be fun just to, like, you know, talk to you guys. And how do you guys feel about the, the politics and all that? And, like, who do you guys think is going to lead the country better? And, you know, if you want my inputs on, like, any, like, political stances, I'll, I'll be glad to mention it. I'll probably be live streaming on my Instagram, like, personal, like, Ordonez underscore Santi. Uh, we'll, see how that, we'll see how that goes. It, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's probably going to be, like, from 7 to, like, 2 in the morning. I'll, I'm going to have to, like, because Instagram Live, I think, only takes up to 30 minutes. So I'm going to have to, like, start, like, six or seven times. It's going to be a little bit crazy. So, yeah, Trump will provide for me, but I don't know. We'll see what the American people think. Okay, so moving on to my car, right? So we've got the new side on. Uh, that whole repair cost like 3600 but the insurance covered most of it. I just had to pay the deductible. So, I mean, the process was, was fast among itself. It was like only like a week and a half, and... For me, that's pretty good because, you know, I, I, I had saved up enough to have like an emergency cost, right? So it was good for me to get that deductible down and, you know, at least knowing that it wasn't my fault during the accident because I know for sure it wasn't my fault. And having, you know, insurance cover most of it. I mean, that's one of the reasons why insurance is there. But, you know, $500 deductible is a little bit sus, but that's how insurances work. That's how they make their money, honestly, at the end of the day. And with all of it going on, I just need my, my seat fixed. That's pretty much it. And the good thing is uh, I was trying to get my other side, like, you know, maybe an estimate of how much that would be with the scratches and all that. And they said it was, like, not easy. Like, they have to take, like, every single part off. They have to take the door off, probably get a new one. Or, you know, if they want to get paint job, they'll have to, like, take the symbol off, like, the RAV4 symbol off. Like, everything that was installed onto the equipment, they had to take everything off. So, it's like, get the scratch, get just the scratches off. And just that was like, we were looking at another two or three grand just to get scratches off one. I'm like, well, you know, I can just put that into something else. Like, you know, towards my college, so I'm trying to save up for now. Now, time's running out. I'm supposed to have it done <laughs> within the next week or so. And I've only got... 200 saved up so this week i'm gonna have to grind as much as i can with doordash and all that shit doordash and duncan so i have to save up literally everything i got in my pocket it's gonna be very hard but i think i can i can get it i still have to send them the facts of my of my tax returns and all that i have to do that tomorrow oh man it's gonna be very hard i mean for me uh, virtual college is just it, it doesn't work like you can you can ask all the students. The experience is just so different. Like uh, the the top officials that they won't admit that like it's hard to transition. They think it's like so easy for them and for the kids it's just so hard because 
you don't have the experience of like being there physically. It's just like you watch everything on a screen and like it's so easier for me to like lose attention and you know for this semester they didn't they didn't pick out the classes for me, right? So I had to, you know, adapt to what I had, start to do the work first couple of weeks. I mean, for college it's just not it's just not hitting enough. And it kind of sucks, but at the end of the day, what can you do? What we're doing, we're we're here during one of the biggest pandemics in human history, and you know, I was saying, you know, I just cancel, just just cancel the year for college students. But like, what about the high school students? What about the kindergarten students? Like, they have to be thought of too because they can't just like the young guns. They can't miss a year of education. They have to keep on going. So that's the sad part. Uh, about what else I got to talk about? Oh, yeah. So I, I guess I'll talk about it because I mean I'm technically not allowed to talk about it, but I guess I'll go for it. So one of our employer's stores uh, got a COVID got a COVID scare, right? And I'm gonna actually pull up the article right now if you guys don't mind. Uh, it's they, they say it's a member of the public. I mean, I'll read out the whole thing entirely. It's taking a little while for my Google Chrome to load up. Give me a second. Let me just this mic a little bit. There we go. COVID scare. It's in Brewster. So it's not the one that I'm working in. I'm, I'm living in the one in Patterson. Uh, COVID scare, Brewster, New York, Duncan. So... Three days ago, there is a possible COVID-19 exposure to Dunkin' Donuts and Brewster. And, okay, you know what? I won't, men- I won't mention this name now from now on, but I'll just say A and B. A is my store, B is the other store. So, if you worked or visited at B in this town from Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 6 a.m. to like around 2 p.m., you may have been, ex- you may have been exposed and it says, a member of the public who has tested positive for COVID-19 was at the restaurant during this time. Please watch for symptoms of COVID-19, body, yada, 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 yada. So this is the thing that struck me, right? So they're saying a member of the public. But look at the times they're mentioning. It's three days. And the hours are like, it's if it's if it's as if it's employee shifts. So. My assumption is either a customer came before that day and exposed one of the employees and then the employees got contracted with it. They got a, they got like a, a symptom and then they decided to go through with it because, you know, they didn't think it was that big of a deal. And they, they decided to work the entire weekend. This is my thought. And they answered B store. They got that person sick. Then that person had to work the entire weekend, getting the other people around them contagious, even with the mask. Like, even, like, you know, the contact, like, handing over the money to customers, like, that's a that's a really big scare. So, for me, I think this is an employee, but I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know, because it's, it's a hard situation to be in, because these stores, like, well, I'm going to get a lot of shit for this. I mean, I hope most most... I hope the most important people from this this uh, establishment don't listen to my podcast, but 
<clears throat> it is what it is. I mean, from what I've heard, A, which is my store, uh, A's manager doesn't want anyone to talk about it. And, you know, they don't want to get anyone scared because they actually called A store. And actually, I'll say story. They called store A and they got scared because they wanted to confirm if it was like, they wanted to confirm it was like an actual positive COVID because they were in the store during that time. And the assistant manager came up to the manager and then the manager didn't want anyone to talk about it, but it was already revealed in the news and all that. So while it was out there in the news, they didn't want the employees inside to like, you know, um, know themselves. And for me, it's a little bit sus because, well, why, why are they hiding this from us? You know, we're risking our lives to just get people their coffee and donuts. We're risking our lives just to, just for them to get more money in their pocket. And like, you know, I'm trying to get more money in my pocket too, like fair play. But I should know when or not I got exposed to this virus. Because one, I have a grandmother in this establishment, in this, in this house. She is the first person I always see when I get home. I will always hug her, saying hello, nice to see you again, or bye-bye. Or, you know, just... I'll give her a hug and all that, or a kiss. If I get exposed to this, it gets to me. Maybe I don't get as contagious, but I'm carrying it, right? I then give her a hug. Then she gets all sick and all that. Keep in mind, the elderly are very more like likely to die from this virus than young people, just because of how weak, weak just because of how weaker their immune system gets. And then it's a whole scare because then my grandma gets sick. Then she she unfortunately can't recover from this. And who's to blame? That's 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 the issue here. Who is to blame? Is it the management for the neglect for not letting the employees know? Or is it my neglect for not taking serious action when I when I could have found out myself? Is it the customer's neglect that they, they should have been tested beforehand before they went? Maybe they didn't have any symptoms. I don't know. Was it the employee's neglect that was there for the entire weekend? Maybe, I'm not saying it was an employee. I'm not confirming this. It's just my assumption. Was it one of the employees there that, you know, maybe got a symptom or, you know, could have gotten tested? Who is to blame here? Is it just for money? Do they even care about health anymore? So, for me, it's just it's just a weird thing to get around because it's so weird. Like we're one, like I said, we're one of the we're in one of the biggest pandemics in human history, and we're losing way more lives than the H one N one did. And like, yeah, it's it's hitting people in a in a more deathly rate, but wasn't as contagious as H one N one. H one N one, you can just see, you can just be next to next to them, and they're just immediately infected. With COVID, 
it's it's a harder it's it's kind of the same but it's uh easier to recover from it just because of the death rate compared to h1n1 for me i don't know how to really feel about it why why is management trying to hide this like i have to i have to come home every day like I don't know whether I'm going to wake up or not tomorrow. I don't know if my grandma's going to wake up or not tomorrow. Like, I'm trying to take the best that, take take advantage of the best that I can for my family. And when I see these scares, I have to lose it because, well, they say they don't want, they don't want to get the other employees exposed. But keep in mind, we're already taking the risk. If we're good around here, we're good. Like, if nothing happens here, we're good. But if we hear something that something actually got around us, we'll stop this. Like, I was talking to one of my coworkers the other day. With this second wave coming now, I don't think we're going to get through to Christmas. Thanksgiving, yeah. Christmas, I don't think so. Usually around there, it gets cold as hell, and this this virus can get easily to... to uh, this virus gets easier to be contagious. And I honestly, it's going to be way harder because it's going to be less heat outside. Yeah, it's going to be the sun, but it's going to be less temperature for like, for us to lose it because it, they, say, they say it you lose it in sunlight, but you have to have the heat there too. So I don't know. If, if we somehow get through this Christmas, I don't know. I don't even know if I'll be able to like go through with it because it's going to be so weird. It's like... I don't know. For me, it's just sad because I I, I want to be shown the truth here, and it, it it's just so sad to to hear all this that's happening. And I don't know. I I I we us as employees, we want to be the first ones to know anything about this because we're the ones that see the customers more. You know, yes, yeah, the same ones most of the time but usually it's different ones too and if something really happens who are we to blame and will they take the blame all right so <laughs> so with this foot champions bro right now i'm 14 and 6 this is only for my faithful dudes right now um i'm probably gonna live stream the games tonight the whatever i got left uh, it's it's gonna be a little bit fun. It's gonna be whatever. Um, probably just gonna go live. Go, gonna go live on Twitch. Uh, Servanor IV. It, it what do we have spelled? S I R V A N O R I V. Uh, yeah. Switching my game. We're talking on Xbox. If you guys want to add me on it too, but yeah, I've got ten games left. I want I want to get six wins out of ten. I mean, it's it's possible. I just I've. I just have to keep the form that I've been been in. It's my best weekend week so far. Uh, I mean, for me, it's it's the best week. It's the best FIFA for me. I've been playing it since FIFA 17. Uh, man, that, I was like ranked like top 500 in the in the, in the country. Dude, it was like, I mean, for you guys, not that big of an achievement, but for me, it was like pretty good. Like, you know, I'm I'm wasting my time. I like this game. It's like it's like good to see to see it pay off. You know what I mean? Okay, so that's my one minute gaming. Okay, so. There's another point I wanted to get at. Uh, I mean, it's not—it's not really like a sad aspect. It's just like a 
kind of like uh you know it is what it is kind of moments like every time i see someone new right they always gotta ask me yo it's so surprising that you ain't got a girl- girlfriend right it's like like i'm so surprised like you know you ain't got anyone moving on you it's like yeah that's how it is man like the first thing they see when they see me i don't know why they just think i'm gonna i I don't, <laughs> I don't know what it is i don't, I don't know if it's just like the way i approach them or just the way I talk, like, I try to talk as cool as I can, like, the first thing I'll do when I look at a girl, I, I'm not trying to go in on them, I'm, I'm trying to be friendly first off, but apparently that's going off, like, the wrong direction, and it's like, man, I don't know how this world works, man, it's, they, they, they'll tell you it's more personality over looks, never, like, the first thing that gets people attracted is how some, something or someone looks, it's not, you have to be interested into their personality by looking at what they have to offer first. Uh, I don't know. For, for me, it's kind of sad because, well, not kind of sad because right now I'm in a really good state where, you know, I'm not really looking for something right now. I mean, I'm in, I'm in a situation where I don't have time for any of this. But what the fuck? Okay, no. Anyways, uh, yeah, no, I'm surrounded by friends that like get a, get so much they, so much stuff done, if you know what I mean, and yeah, they 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 just always gotta like say something to me, and it's like, I mean, good for you, but like, where where, how is this gonna affect me? Like, how is this gonna change how people per- perceive me? And you know, for those things, it's like one of those things where like you gotta just blame yourself. You gotta change the way you approach people. And, you know, in this world, the people do, like, get turned on by, like, the douchebag kind of way. The, the the guy that, like, you know, tries to act tough in front of his friends. Like, the guy that, like, will change the way he is around the girls. Just in front, even if their friends are still there, they'll still change the way they act. Even though they won't admit it, but, you know, it's the other people that see the perspective. Like, you know, if you got one or two people just thinking like that, okay, it's not. But if you got, like, a good amount of people, like, noticing that change, like, maybe it's something that you really got to fix. But, you know, if it's getting you the the love action here and there, you know, I can't blame you. But, yeah, it took me getting a lot of money to realize that, you know, well, for some people, love is there, but for me, love doesn't exist right now. Love doesn't exist just because it's more, for me, it's more of a money aspect. And, and for me, I'm just surrounded by a culture where it's like, where I feel like it's just people taking more and more advantage of guys. And it's just sad to see. And honestly, I just want to be in something where if I'm going to get into it, they overall just care for just who I am. They care how I am as a person. Like, they don't look at someone and be like, oh, he's like, when they say it's looks over personality, like, for first impressions, abs- absolutely. But, shit. But when it comes to, like, way after that, okay, I'll, g- I'll give you the personality over looks, but. When it gets started, it's always looks, always. Like you can't, you can't deny me on that. What gets people started is how they look, how their appearance impacts them. And 
you know, you gotta have all, you gotta always have like this good image to everyone. Because if not, you're gonna be, you're not gonna be successful. And for me, you know, it was very hard for me early on, like middle school and all that, just because of how I was perceived looks wise. Not even like, and like this is with guys too, like, you know, they won't, they won't hang around like the ugly looking dudes because, you know, they want to get into like the parties with like all the girls and all that shit. Like they'll, they'll try to attract themselves to like good looking guys to like, you know, get more girls to look at themselves too. Cause like, you know, if you got a group all of ugly niggas, like you can't have that. Like the girls aren't going to be looking to like hang out with you guys. Like the group of girls aren't going to be looking to look to hang out with that group of ugly dudes. Like it's never like that. And you know, it's, it's very shameful how, I mean, that's how biology works, right? Like, I mean, I'm going to put a little bit of faith in this, but like God gave us this like perspective of like giving us the strength to think of how they look and, you know, how they really are as, as people. And it's a shame that it's like that, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, yeah, it, it's whatever, man. I mean, I, I don't with right now with COVID, I'm not trying to show up in any parties because, you know, I'm not trying to like get infected or anything, but before men, you know, it was very hard to me like find fun and all that because it was very hard for me to adapt with everyone. Like I was trying to get, I was, when I was very young, I tried to like get a lot of friends there, here and there. It was, it was very hard for me, but you know, as I got through with it, you know, I started to realize, you know, you know, I got to find my way from my personality to overtake my looks. And for the ugly dudes, it's always going to be personality over looks. And even with those people with those types of visual aspects and visual materials that give you a disadvantage, you're already starting with a disadvantage right then and there. There's like no doubt about it, right? And, you know, for people like me, it's always the personality like that gets the people attracted to me. Like, not even attracted as like a love aspect here. I'm just, here I'm just talking about friends now. Like, my personality would just they'll, 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 that 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 me more now. My personality is like it's like they they just stopped looking at the looks aspect of it because you know they realized how how good of a person I was, how funny of a person I was, how serious of a person I was. You know, I got my emotional side here and there, but like, one of the reasons why I started this podcast is like you know I wanted a platform for me to like release my emotions to like the outside world. I wanted to like everyone to like have a different perspective of how I look at the world, and yeah. That's that's pretty much it. But love don't exist for me. I mean, it, it, I mean it's whatever. What well, my life is too young right now. I'm only eighteen. Like, I'm not really looking for so much right now. It's whatever. It is what it is. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, again, short episode. Of, I don't know if I'm gonna get another episode down by the end of the week. Uh, uh, that's it for this episode. Uh, oh, uh, one more thing. Uh, so there's a lot of people recently that's, whoa, okay. A lot of people recently that's been getting Pokemon booster boxes. And I think I might be getting one and like live streaming that too. If you guys are interested in getting like Pokemon booster packs, like, like from my box, like I only charge like one or two dollars. Like I, I, I'll contact you guys for more information if you guys are interested. Uh, follow my Instagram and all that TGC Podcast Official and Ordonez underscore Santi. Uh, 
if you're interested in getting a pack, just let me know. I'm probably gonna be live streaming the opening too. Even if no one buys it, honestly, like I'll, I'll still, I'll still get in all that. So yeah, uh, all action to look forward to in nine days. I'll probably be watching on Instagram next Tuesday. Uh, Rookster boxes. I might be watching on Instagram too if you guys are interested into that. Uh, Foot champs. I might live stream tonight on Twitch. We'll see what happens. All right. Anyways, take care, guys. Catch you guys. <laughs> I don't know when. Uh, I need a good time schedule.